0: It's time to place your bets. Let's talk to the pros. Welcome in, everybody, to Betting Pros. It's me, Joey P., Joe P. Zapia, and today it is week one. That's right. It is the college football real season. We did week zero. That felt weird. Week one, that feels right, and it always feels right to talk college football with our good friend scott bogman you can follow him on the twitter machine at bogman sports and of course check out all his great work at fantasy pros and as well in this league one of the generals of the in this league army you can join them over on patreon i know you're excited boggs because college football is your deal and here we are week one now this feels like we're really getting a kickoff i saw a few plays here and there a few moments of week zero (laughs) but week one this is where the rubber hits the road my friend
1: It's the most wonderful time of the year. What a
0: beautiful singing voice. Love it.
1: I love it. I'm excited for real week one. I mean, you know, I don't know if you could call Nebraska and Illinois a real game. Good Lord, that was terrible. I thought UTEP and New Mexico State was bad. And Illinois and nebraska i mean scott frost is on the hottest of seats already yeah, did you see all the memes all the uh, you know uh, <laughs> they are no longer investigating extra practice time for nebraska they just lost to illinois oh, so, so uh, all that stuff it was almost as good as the bishop sycamore stuff so oh, the bishop not quite sycamore as is
0: amazing like let me tell you, you see the manti
1: like- tail ones no, the, the, those I
0: haven't seen, oh, but the but oh. the Bishop Sycamore thing, that whole thing is just the the,
1: most the, amazing the meme thing. is Manti Teo getting interviewed, and uh, the quote is, "Yeah, my girlfriend went to Bishop Sycamore." So <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> oh man, well, brutal! So we, the internet is undefeated.
0: Week zero was more like a grade for what we saw last week. So hopefully this will be better <laughs> and want to kick things off here. We're just going to jump right in. No waiting because we got a lot of games to get to. Let's start with Boise State on the road at UCF. It's Thursday night. UCF favored by five and a half. The over under for this game is at 68 and a half. Pretty high number here. We got two new head coaches in this game. So Boggs, walk me through it.
1: Yeah, we are starting out with one of the hardest games of the week to pick because this should be a really fun one on a Thursday night. Uh, For me, I I know a lot of money is being put on both sides. I think the betting, it's like 52% of bets are being placed on UCF, 48% on Boise State. So this one is pretty dead even, um, both with new head coaches. I'm going to take UCF at home. Boise State has to travel pretty far. Um, Their offense is still one of the best uh, in college football. Um, So I'm going to take UCF here. Boise State is a strong team, and I would not be surprised if they went in to Orlando and won straight up. It would not shock me. But uh, So what I'll say is if I'm betting my own actual hard-earned dollars, It ain't going to be on this game, but (laughs) uh, because it's a nationally televised game, we're talking about it. We'll talk about all the nationally televised games on ESPN, Fox, CBS, NBC, ABC this week. Um, So I'll take UCF minus the five and a half because they're at home, but because both offenses are strong and mainly UCF is going to score on anybody. They should. And um, Boise state, their offense isn't as strong as UCF, but UCF's defense is not that great either. Uh, I'm going to take the over 68 and a half, which is a high over, but like I said, I'm not touching this one with a 10 foot pole with my actual dollars, but if I have to pick, I'm going UCF and I'm taking the over 60. Well,
0: stay away is a perfectly good thing to tell people. Yes, I always say absolutely. that sometimes the best bet is no bet. On we got a couple of, of those matches. on this slate, but, well, but there, there's a couple what? that
1: I'm pretty confident on too. So
0: we're going to keep it real here on the show. That's what we do. <laughs> so let's go to the next one here. Ohio state of Minnesota. I was actually surprised that Ohio state was only minus 14 favorites here. I thought it would have been a little bit more to tell you the truth. Uh, 62 and a half. I just think, Ohio state's going to come out guns a blazing. I I understand that it's on the road and I get that's also part of it, but uh, what are your thoughts here in the uh, new turnover of going away from Justin Fields? And now we've got new quarterback under center and um, you know, a new offense running here with Ohio state under a new QB.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, you're absolutely right. That is why this number is low at two touchdowns at 14 uh, in Ohio state's favor. They are on the road. They do have CJ Stroud, a new quarterback taking over, but look, Minnesota has had some good years and flex a good coach and everything, but uh, you know, Ohio state is dominant and they are going to dominate the big 10. I expect them to make the tournament again this year. Um, you know, uh, a road bump could happen for them, but I don't think it's going to come week one. I, I was going to say, gonna say a week one road
0: bump Bogs. That sounds tough. And, and, no. and Ohio state is going to be prepared and they, they know everybody's yeah. watching. I know right. it's on the road, but I gotta lean Ohio State here with even with the fourteen. and I know it's two touchdowns, but still, it's Ohio state. And I think right. they've got a little bit to prove here coming out after last year, the way they all went down.
1: They do, you know, you gotta, you know, the only four teams make this tournament. So you gotta stay, uh, you gotta stay on target on point here. I expect them to win and I expect them to win going away by more than 14. So, uh, the 62 and a half, I'm less confident in. I would take the under because, uh, Ohio state is kind of putting together, um, you know, not a new offense, but new players on the offense. So, Maybe there'll be a couple of hiccups in the first half. I mean, we've seen teams do that before. Remember, I think Alabama and Duke were tied at halftime uh, in a week one or week two a couple of years ago. Just, uh, you know, sometimes you hit bumps. So I'll take the under on that. Uh, but uh, my more aggressive bet would be Ohio State minus the 14.
0: Okay. Another team that's lost some guys to the NFL draft, North Carolina. They're going to be heading to Virginia Tech on Friday night on ESPN uh, UNC is favored, uh, by five and a half. The over under on this one is 64 and a half. So, uh, again, a little different here. Javante Williams not there anymore. So some new running backs taking over. What do you think of this new crop in North Carolina and can they cover this five and a half?
1: Yeah, I think they're going to cover the five and a half. They have nine returning starters on defense. I think Mm. three-fifths of the offensive line is returning for UNC as well. Uh, Sam Howell, you know, who could be the number one pick in the NFL draft next year, is still their quarterback. And last year, this game put up over 1,000 yards and 100 points. So I expect, you know, last year was weird. The less practice time, (laughs) um, you know, the defenses and all that stuff. Uh, you know, you had guys on the COVID list pretty much every single week. So last year was weird. So I don't think it's going to go over a hundred points again, but I will take the over here on, uh, the 64 and a half. And I am going to take UNC. Uh, this is a tough road game to start in Blacksburg, but they have really good guys to play. Josh Downs is going to be a fun wide receiver to watch for this team. They brought in tight Chandler from Tennessee, uh, at, at running back. And he's going to carry a big chunk of the load here. So I I like UNC to win this game. And I like the over 64 and a half.
0: Next on the docket, Michigan State at Northwestern. Again, that's Friday night game. You know, Boggs, I I don't know. I was not nearly as impressed with Northwestern as everybody else seemed to be. (laughs) Last year, I I don't know. It seemed like we were getting a lot of buzz. And then I watched a couple games and I was just like, all right, I don't really quite get it. Uh, What are your thoughts on this game? Is this another stay away from you?
1: Oh, absolutely. This game is terrible. I hate that it's nationally televised. I'd rather watch UTEP and New Mexico state. I, I tell you, I don't know if you got to watch any of that UTEP New Mexico state game, but the week zero is what I'd rate the TV person, the camera guy for this game. Really? The camera guy was getting faked out by more play actions than the defense <laughs> was. Uh, I had no idea where the ball was. They must've had an intern doing it week one. It was unbelievably terrible, but, um, for this game, you know, uh, if you like Northwestern last year, that's great, but they have three offensive linemen returning. That's it on offense and five returning starters on defense. That's it. So this is a completely different team. I believe they're 128th in returning production from last year, Northwestern. So uh, I don't really like this game and I would not bet it because I have no confidence in either side here, but Michigan state brought in a lot of, of transfers. So I, I'll take them plus the the three and I'll go under 46 because this is going to look like an old crappy big 10, 17 to 10 game or some nonsense Ugh. like that. So give me Michigan state and I'll take the under
0: Oklahoma at Tulane. Well, now,
1: <laughs> It's actually been reversed because of Hurricane Ida. Right. This game is now going to be played in Norman. So I didn't switch it on a sheet, but it is now too late. Oh, that's right. Oklahoma. Yeah, it did get
0: moved because of, because of the hurricane. So yeah. now that that's been flipped over and moved, the number is minus 31 over on that side uh, for Oklahoma. And then you have over under 68 and a half. So, you know, 31, it's a pretty big number. I mean, I know this is kind of a gimme cake on the schedule and now they're getting it in Norman. So do you feel like that's still something you're going to go with the 31.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, I would rather bet on Oklahoma minus the 31 than Michigan state plus the three, to be honest with you. Um, I think this is going to be an says absolute,
0: a lot, my friend, <laughs> it does.
1: It does. I, I mean, uh, it, this should be an Oklahoma absolute walk. You know, they get an unexpected home game. Uh, the players in Tulane have a lot more important things on their mind than football with hurricane Ida going through their city in new Orleans. So, Um, this one should be Oklahoma in a smash. It's a giant number though. And just as a rule, I don't like to bet gigantic numbers. Uh, I will, if I think that the number is going to be much bigger than the big number, but that's a rare spot. This might be one of those rare spots though. I I like Oklahoma to win big, to win going away. And if Tulane's going to cover, it's probably going to be a backdoor cover. Oklahoma has had, some issues starting this season. They did last year, but I think Rattler has kind of gotten the young stuff out of the way now. And he's going to lead this team pretty well. Well, it makes me sick saying that, but (laughs) um, I do like Oklahoma and I walk and I will also go the over 68 and a half.
0: Yeah. Well, Rattler uh, at the top there for the Heisman, a lot of eyes on him this year. We'll see if he gets off to a good start. Alabama at Miami, um, and man, Atlanta, by the way, versus, uh,
1: so versus Miami in yeah, Atlanta. Right. Yeah. That's
0: what I mean in Atlanta. And, um, once again, you know, this game, I think we look at it and it's a measuring stick, I think for Miami, don't you think at this point? Like that's what it is. It's, it's how good do you think you've gotten this program now? Alabama, clearly the favorites, obviously 18 and a half. Actually, I'm a little surprised that that numbers is only 18 and a half. I know it's, just coming out of the gate here, uh, the over under for this game is 61 and a half. But Boggs, I mean, this is Alabama 18 and a half. I understand Miami's got some talent, but 18 and a half. I just still don't put Miami anywhere near to the same class as Alabama. This one surprised me a little bit. Uh, what are your thoughts on Alabama this week? Yeah,
1: look, the uh, the number. Uh, so so I'm sorry. Did, were you eight and a half? You're surprised it's so big or it's so little.
0: So it little. Like, so yeah, little Miami I would, have thought this would have been 21 easily. Do,
1: Miami's a really good team. Like it, I understand that. If someone's going to challenge Clemson, it's going to be Miami, right? Uh, but this is a brutal opening game. I was going to say this know.
0: is Alabama week one. This is, it is you know coming off a national championship. Like I mean, but Bama loses their quarterback.
1: Be, they, they lose I their, Mac but they Jones. They lose their quarterback
0: every year. <laughs>
1: they, they lose <laughs> Najee <laughs> Harris, their leading rusher. I know gone. they lost. Waddle, they lose. They lost, I know, they, they I lost their Heisman winner, Devonte Smith gone but they reload every year and and this is Dier King's first game coming off of his ACL surgery as well right. so look there's sharp money on Miami but there's also sharp money on Bama and uh for me the matchup comes down to this Alabama defensive line against what is a shaky Miami uh defensive line or offensive line excuse me so i think that up front Bama just has one of the best lines in the country they always do and they are just going to slaughter this Miami line. Now, if that doesn't work out uh, the way I think it is, this is going to be a game uh, because Miami can match point for point. If they can give the King a little bit of time, he's going to sling it and he can run even coming off this ACL surgery. So he he's a really, really good quarterback. I'm excited to watch him play in this game. I just don't think that they have it in them. So for me, it's going to be Bama uh, minus 18 and a half, but I will take the under 61 and a half. Once again, like we mentioned with Ohio State, you're replacing so much of the offense, you know, maybe it takes you a couple quarters to get clicking on all cylinders. So for that, I'll take the under, but I got Bama minus the points here.
0: I'm going to take Bama as well. And I know, I mean, I just, like I said, when I saw the 18 and a half automatic, I was like, how is that not 21 or more? Like, and, and, and I'm not trying to throw shade at Miami. I'm just trying to say, look, Hey, Miami
1: is a good squad. They're dude. a good they're, squad. They're, they're a you're top measuring yourself team.
0: against the perennial national juggernaut. And yeah. that is a different story, and I feel like they're going to get checked. Now, look, the argument is maybe you do catch them napping, right? Maybe they yeah. maybe they do have a lot of changeover and things aren't clicking yet and all that stuff. So that's not impossible. What a story that would be. We come back next week and that happens, but I wouldn't put any money in it. I'm sorry. Right. I'm just not investing in that. I don't think I, and I think, investment.
1: you know, it might be enough for Miami uh, to just stay close to Bama, you know, because – when you, when you get into this voting to get in the tournament and stuff, cause you can lose to Bama and still win the sure. ACC. So um, oh, if they
0: lose by 10, right, absolutely. right.
1: They, they they keep it within, you know, 10 points or a touchdown or something like that. People are going to be talking about how great Miami looked and how bad Bama looked, right. Yeah, Bama, even in a win, they'd be looking at talking about how bad Bama looks if they only lose, or if they only win by a touchdown. But, um, you know, it is, it's a big measuring stick and, it's just, you know, this is the team that you prepare for all offseason. I mean, Miami had all offseason to prepare for Bama, too. And they're replacing a lot of coordinators. You know, Steve Sarkeesian goes over to Texas this year. So there are, you can talk yourself into Miami if you sit down. I know. And look that's at why everything. I think
0: the number is 18 and a half. I think people are right. talking themselves into a circle. And the one thing you have to talk yourself back into it's Alabama have we yeah. been watching for the last decade it's Alabama <laughs> they've and had look, the turnover they're used to losing coaches they they lose 10 players in the draft every year every like, year every I single mean, year they just
1: restock reload it doesn't matter and now with the transfer rule you know uh, I know Bama you know I think Saban said no it wasn't Saban I think it was Dabo but uh you know maybe those big teams don't like it because their guys can transfer if they're not getting playing time or whatever but there are also guys that transfer in Henry Toyota was one of the right. best linebackers in the country from Tennessee. And he transferred into Bama He's going to be starting for them this year. So, uh, you know, it's, it's a little crazy to see that stuff. And they just, they rack up talent every single year. And this game is going to be no different. And, and it's going to be a
0: great game to watch. It's, it's going like, to be I'm, fun I'm, because you want to see what Miami's got. Now you want to see where I would
1: be more surprised though, if this isn't a snoozer, the third way, you know, the, Th- after the third quarter you're just like Pfft, i can go watch something else i would be more surprised if it's close in the fourth quarter than if it's a snoozer in the third so
0: fair enough all know. right let's move on to the next one you penn state traveling to wisconsin wisconsin is five and a half point favorites the over under in this one is 50 a bit of a lower number your thoughts on penn state on the road
1: Oh, Penn state was so God awful last year. Yeah. I mean, it started out own five. It was just rough to watch them. So it's hard to not take Wisconsin. Um, I am not betting this game on either side. I'll just tell you that right now. Uh, I would take Wisconsin minus a five and a half as they're at home and Penn state started out so bad last year. And they have a lot of the, uh, the same players coming back. And I'll take the under 50. I think this is going to be a Big Ten type of a slugfest. Graham Mertz on Wisconsin side looked real good. Had some COVID stuff going on last year, so missed a, a decent chunk of games. They got new running backs. Um, so I'll, I'll take Wisconsin because they're at home, but I am staying far away from this game. I'm interested to see how this one plays out, though. This is one I'll definitely be keeping my eye on.
0: Louisiana travels to Texas to take on your Longhorns. Texas favored by eight and a half the over-under, and this one's 58. So you think that uh, Texas gets off to the uh, good start here and gets a W first out of the gate?
1: I th- I think they do. And, uh, you know, look, you can take that with a grain of salt. I'm not fooling anyone. I'm a Texas fan through and through. I'm probably going to pick them every week. They're on national TV. So with that being <laughs> said, if you don't want to listen to me, don't. But here's why I'll take Texas. And I think the best thing for Texas in this game is that Louisiana beat Iowa State in, uh, in Ames last year Mm -hmm. at Iowa state, they beat them. So, um, I just, I think because of that, there's no way Texas can overlook Louisiana. Louisiana is a good squad and specifically their secondary was great. They forced 16 turnovers last year. They, uh, held people that that's how they beat Iowa state last year, forcing turnovers. And, you know, there's a brand new starter Hudson card for Texas in this game. But Bijan Robinson, the running back for Texas, is on the Heisman watch list for sure. He's amazing. A lot of fun to watch. Tucson product. Love watching him. I think they're going to I think they're going to beat him on the ground. I think they're going to beat him up front. And um, I think it's going to be tough for Louisiana to keep pace with this team. So I'm going to take Texas on the uh, minus the eight and a half. And I will also take the over fifty eight.
0: All right. LSU coming off a rough season last year. They will travel opening up week one in UCLA, which is a better team than I think people might realize. So uh, there might be a little upset here. Potentially, I think that you've got in store.
1: Dude, I think UCLA wins this game. I, I, I do. Uh, it Look, LSU's roster is stronger if you look at 247 ratings and stuff like that i mean lsu just stacks on stacks on stacks absolutely you know uh, they're an sec team that you know they're coming off two years ago joe burrow and one of the most historic offenses in college football history and all that stuff but they're not that same team right now and ucla is five and one straight up in their last six games against the sec they looked really good against hawaii granted it was hawaii they were at home all that stuff, but they looked like a Chip Kelly national title contender that they, that they had going on at Oregon last week. You know, we saw Zach Charbonnet who they pretty much picked up off the scrap heap from Michigan scored three touchdowns. Britton Brown came over from Duke uh, scored a touchdown himself. BTR didn't even have to show off his wheels and he looked pretty good, much better throwing the ball than I've ever seen him. So they look sharp and they had a tune-up game as well. LSU is starting a new quarterback in Max Johnson. I'm just not confident in them at all, so I'm going to take UCLA plus the three. I'll go, I'll go over 65, which might be hedging both sides a little bit, but give give me give me the Bruins here. I think that they win this game straight up.
0: All right, let's go to another one here. We talked about in the preseason show about Georgia. Well, is this going to be the Georgia year where every year we hear the hype about Georgia and it tends to fall a little flat? They're going to open things up versus Clemson here. So what are your thoughts on this game? It's going to be on ABC this weekend.
1: Yeah, this one is, uh, you know, at a neutral, neutral site. Right. We'll say it's still in North Carolina, B of A stadium where the Panthers play. Uh, but so so I'm going to, we
0: got a game move to Norman. We've got a game move from <laughs> Miami to Atlanta. We've got a game also now moved to B of A, right? Well, these so, aren't
1: moved. These are just neutral sites, you know, neutral playing in a big, I mean, bigger right, okay. uh, stadium here. But uh, yeah, uh, JT Daniels just made a huge difference for Georgia last year. Um, so with them averaging over 40 points a game with him, I got to go with Georgia here. And this is really the time that they need to step up and show something. Like you said, they have uh, they just tend to choke uh, on the big stage here recently. So I think they're going to win this game straight up. They get points too. So UGA plus three, this 50 and a half. I can't abide by that. I got to go over the 50 and a half, but I'm more interested in Georgia plus the three. This is a tough game to bet because both these teams are so good. This might be one you want to lay your money away from. Uh, I got another game. I'm very confident in that we'll we'll be coming up to that. I'd much rather uh, pay up for. You might want to just stay away from the money on this game and watch it to, to have some fun. But if you are betting this, I like the Georgia side here.
0: All right. Western Michigan at Michigan. So Boggs, have we hit a new low? Is this it here for Michigan? Like, I mean, it seems like it's continuously going in a downward trajectory here for Harbaugh. And I mean, I just keep waiting. And then every year we come back here and he's still here. Uh, So Western Michigan at Michigan, uh, dare I say, what side do you like in this one?
1: Man, you're absolutely right about just, (laughs) you know, hitting a low for Michigan,
0: right? I'll say this. I mean, can you imagine we're even sitting here in 2021 talking about this? Like, uh, what do you guys think? You think maybe um, Western Michigan has a shot against Michigan? I mean, I don't think,
1: I don't think straight up. They have a shot, right? Um, that would be
0: Appalachian state. Can they cover the 17? That's the, they
1: can cover the 17. I have no faith in Cade McNamara and this gorilla offense that Michigan runs. They run, uh, our, our buddy, John Lobb calls it the Neanderthal offense, where it's (laughs) you run six different backs, 10 times a piece, And they're all averaging three and a half yards per carry. It is slow. It is methodical. It is not great. I'd much rather have seen Tyrone
0: Wheatley when you need him.
1: Good Lord. (laughs) Give give me some Timbiaka (laughs) Batuka, right? So, uh, I mean, I'll I'll take all those old Michigan backs. But, um, you know, they just they don't go with one guy. That's why Charbonnet left and went to UCLA. But I like Western Michigan plus the 17. I cannot imagine how this game gets to over 67. Not with the way that Michigan runs the ball, um, you know. Uh, I, I mean, so the what's safest your-
0: thing is just to go the under here. Then.
1: Yeah, More I, I take anything. the under, but I also, I, I think that, I think that.
0: But the, why even bother? Why, why even mess around with the seventeen? Right? I mean, they shouldn't be in the same class, and and maybe they shouldn't. Just, and maybe we're giving Harbaugh a hard time here. Maybe you know, pushing the envelope. He deserves it. He does deserve. You know, it, but but the under is probably the safest you're right because of style of play that's the, probably the
1: the go. under safer i but i like that western michigan plus 17 i don't hate it so it, that's not something that i would <laughs> shy away from i would take you know western michigan plus 17 but uh the the under you're probably right the under is the safer play in this game it should be a little more um methodical specifically if michigan's going to win which they should this game should be like a Thirty-one twenty-one, something like that which is well under and slower paced all
0: right here we go let's go to west virginia at maryland uh maryland is three point favorites in this one you're gonna actually sorry you're gonna take the plus three on the maryland side uh west virginia is actually favored in this one so you're actually on the maryland side of this game and the over under <sighs> is 56 and a half
1: i despise this game this, this so is skip it yeah skip it. yeah this is this is the same as uh you know, Northwestern and Michigan state to me. So uh, I'll take the Maryland side because I've seen them just dominate at home at times. Uh, But Western Michigan has a much better roster. They should beat up Maryland, but I've seen so many times you say a big 12 team should go in and beat up Maryland and Maryland comes out as the victor. So because of that, and you know, probably because of my bias, because I watched them beat Texas twice (laughs) that I am going to take Maryland plus the now the truth
0: comes out. There we go. This is the truth.
1: (laughs) But I'm also going to take the under here, 56 and a half. If West Virginia is smart, they run the ball with Letty Brown all day in this game and keep the ball away from Maryland and run up the score that way. So you get out, you get yourself out tonight, 28 to seven lead or something like that. And then just sit on the ball. But You know, you want to get some of these guys some experience. You want to get them in rhythm in week one. So that could make Maryland potentially dangerous. So I'm going to take Maryland plus the three and take the under.
0: This one's pretty close. Texas Tech at Houston. Your thoughts?
1: Yeah, look, this this is another one I don't like. And this is a one and a half point game here. But I'm going to take Texas Tech. And I know sharp money has been on Houston. Uh, Texas Tech has a bunch of new players right now. Uh, But I like Tyler Shook, who uh, transferred in from Oregon to lead this Texas Tech squad. Not that I don't like Houston. Clayton Toon is a great quarterback, and this offense can absolutely put up some points. So I'll take the over 64 and a half. Way more confident in that number than I am Texas Tech minus the one and a half. But I, I, you know, this is a game that you watch at the end of the night on Saturday and just see all the points being scored and love that you have taken the over.
0: All right. This next one's fascinating because Arizona kind of built themselves up last year. They're going to be hosting uh, BYU. Actually, it's in Las Vegas. Once again, no one seems to be playing anywhere where they're supposed to be playing. Uh, (laughs) It's
1: opening week. They do that.
0: Yeah, I understand. But, you know, that's the whole. I don't like that. I don't you get to play in your stadium. You play in your stadium as long as you can, (laughs) especially after last year where nobody could play anywhere because of COVID, and all the stuff going on anyway. uh, But you're a little worried about this, right? You think maybe Arizona is a little too big for its britches and you smack them down?
1: You are confusing Arizona state with Arizona. Arizona is terrible. They are so, so bad. They should get much better than they were last year, but that would give them up to awful, you know, if they get better. So this is BYU lost a lot. Zach Wilson was huge. um, But Tyler Algier is coming back. That defense is still pretty strong. This is still a strong BYU squad. They should beat Arizona into the ground. I have no idea why this uh, line is only 12 and a half. It opened up a little bit too. It started at 11 and a half. A lot of money coming in on BYU because of this number being so low. I think this is a stomping by BYU. This is my most confident game of the week. I would take BYU. I think it's ridiculous if this line is and I, oh, 54. I don't know where that's coming from at all. I, BYU might score that themselves. So I'm going to take BYU and the over in this game. And I don't mean to disrespect U of A. Uh, a lot of friends that, that uh, you know, live in Tucson that went to U of A and all that stuff. But they're on the right track. But you can't expect yeah. the, the last time they took the field, they lost 70 to 7 to ASU. So um,
0: right. But ASU and, and I, I ASU is a good ASU's team. ASU is a good team in her yes. words. And I, I know my Arizona is from my Arizona States. But Arizona also did at least theoretically from everything that you read about classes and things like that is starting to improve, but they got a new coach.
1: They got transfers right. in, they yeah. should be better than they were last year, but you can't expect that to, to start. Week oh, I one. agree. I, I don't just And can't. now, What
0: do you think of where you're at with BYU quarterback wise this year?
1: Yeah. You know, Jaron Hall, I, I think is going to be fine. And if he's not, if, if they struggle, they're going to go to the other guys. They have, there was a heated battle hall came mm-hmm. out. Um, You know, I think they have one of the nine Romneys uh, as one of their backups there. So, uh, you know, they're going to be okay at quarterback. Uh, But I I like Jared Hall. I just think I mean, I think they're going to beat Arizona into the dirt. I don't think it's going to be close at all.
0: All right, here we go. Last two games here. Notre Dame at Florida State Sunday. ABC, this should uh, get a lot of national attention. One would imagine Notre Dame favored by seven and a half. The over under in this one is fifty five and a half box.
1: Yeah. And Notre Dame is replacing a lot of production in this, you know, Ian book is gone. Uh, they, they, uh, have new whiteouts too. I just, I can't trust Florida state. Florida state has been so bad for so long at this point that they are not going to come anywhere close. I know this is a home game for them. I know they're going to rally around, you know, Bobby know Bowden, Bowden just passed thing. away. Sure, it's going
0: to be very emotional, but I'm it's, with you. I don't think they can compete here.
1: Yeah. You know, Notre Dame's roster is just way too strong on both sides. And uh, just over the last, uh, you know, four years, five years, the offensive line has been garbage for Florida state. and, that you can't have that going up against Notre Dame. doesn't matter the names. They're always going to have hogs up front, man. So, Mm. uh, Notre Dame should dominate this, this game on the line in the trenches. So give me Notre Dame once again, because they're replacing their starting quarterback and Ian book, who was like the most winning Notre Dame quarterback of all time, which I just can't believe because I never thought he was that that good. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a weird stat, but Jack Cohn taking over, uh, here for them. I, I just, um, I have no faith in Florida state Florida state's got to show it to me first. I mean, it wouldn't
0: shock me if Florida state got, you know, took the lead early or something like that, like just the the sheer raw motion of this game, you know, being in Florida state before the game is going to be a ton of, they have got some good players, man. Josh,
1: Deshaun Corbin is a great running back. Uh, I like McKenzie Milton Mackenzie McKenzie Milton famously is a guy that was, uh, the quarterback at UCF who snapped his leg in half, worked all the way back. Probably not going to start this game. I think Jordan Travis is going to start for Florida State, but I would love to see Mackenzie Milton get in there. That would be a great story. But this, to me, is Notre Dame and Kyron Williams just running all over Florida State. They should absolutely dominate this uh, uh, defensive line and offensive line. So I-, I got Notre Dame, but I will take the under because, what you know, once again, you know, you got a new quarterback in there. Sometimes it takes a couple quarters for those guys to warm up. So uh, give, me, give me Notre Dame and give me the under here.
0: When the time expires, Notre Dame, I think we'll cover this. So, like I said, it might be a little dicey. Maybe, you know, first quarter, maybe even to the second quarter. Who knows? But I think over time, Notre Dame wins the War of Attrition. Last one, Louisville. Versus Ole Miss, this one also Sunday night. Your thoughts here on this one, Bob? This one's got. actually
1: Monday. I think I wrote
0: this down wrong. Oh, this is it's a Monday on Monday? Game. Okay, yeah. it is on the Monday. No and NFL,
1: got, so so they got tons of games right. on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So many Saturday, games, Sunday, all the college Monday. football you can that's handle. Right. And
0: then you got Ole Miss at 10 and a half favorites here, 75 and a half. Is the over number that's, that's a huge number there. Boggs, your thoughts? Dude, this game is going to be so much fun to watch. This is <laughs> going to be so fun. Appointment Monday night viewing.
1: It really is, man. this is, uh, I don't see how Louisville is going to keep pace scoring, with uh, old miss, old miss's offense led by Matt Corral is just, I mean, I love Jerry Ely. They got Braylon Sanders and a wide out with Mingo as well. This is going to be a fun game to watch. All miss just stack points on points on points on points and points. And their defense, not fantastic, kind of middle of the road for the SEC. They might beat up on Louisville, but uh, as far as the SEC goes, they're not fantastic. So I think this game is going to go over the 75 and a half. Don't know if I'd bet it. That's an insane number to bet. at uh, 75, 75 and a half. But uh, I like Ole Miss uh, to win this game, and uh, I expect a ton of points to be scored here. You know, you, now, I don't know if you can completely count out Mikhail Hunt, uh, Cunningham. He's a good quarterback. He has tons of experience for Louisville, but I don't see how they keep pace with this Ole Miss offense. I think there's going to be Ole Miss and a bunch of
0: points. And, of course, don't forget, you can go see all the lines over on Betting Pros. Go to bettingpros.com, look for the consensus betting lines, and then find the house that you like the best and put your money where your mouth is, like Scott Bogman always likes to do. Also, <laughs> week one is here. We're excited. Lots of fun games, lots of good narratives. I'm going to have my eye on that Miami Alabama game. I want to see with my own eyes if Miami is going to make some plays out. in I that know, game that make, make you, you go. King. I've watched De'Ari King. I know. i seen that. Nope. I- it's Alabama. And look, if he does it's, it, great. I want to come back and be like, well, hey, Miami's for real. Let's go. And look, even if they get blown out by my by Alabama, I don't know if that's the next the yeah, that, They can that, still be a good team. Yeah. They can still be a very good team. So that's it's not, not the a, cap on
1: their season. You're it right. It is
0: not the cap on their we're just getting started. So are they. Mm-hmm. It's a long season. Let's be kind. It's so week one, one for everybody. Kind. It's week one for everybody there. You yeah, go. I won't that...
1: even call for Jim Harbaugh to get fired this week. So. I will.
0: I yeah, OK, I, I yeah. just fire him now. Maybe right Scott away. Frost. But, you know, not, there's not a part Harbaugh. of me that wants to watch that game just because I'm a glutton for punishment to <laughs> watch Michigan just squirm in that game a little bit, because, you know, at one point, that game is going to be too close for comfort and that's going to be musty television boxes. <laughs>
1: uh, you know, uh, y- you love it when he gets his khakis all crinkled up. Do- do oh, but his khakis I are in a bunch.
0: That. Sign me up. That's oh. what I want. You go follow him on the Twitter machine at Bogman sports. Follow me at Joe Pizapia 17. And of course, subscribe to betting pros podcast, wherever you get your podcast. And uh, that's it. That'll do it for us. But the story of the game goes on here in college football week one for Scott Bogman. I'm Joe Pizapia. We'll see you next time. Kids.